You're listening to SBS News. Israeli armed forces disguised as civilians and medical staff have raided a hospital in the West Bank town of Jenin, killing three Palestinian men. The Palestinian Health Ministry is calling on the international community to pressure Israel's military to halt such operations in hospitals. Director of Public Health in Jenin, Wizam Spihat, witnessed the raid. The patient in the hospital is required to have companions with him. Three young men, including the patient and two companions, were assassinated. The way that they broke into the hospital and entered it was carried out as civilians and in civilian clothes, in women's clothes. They impersonated a doctor and dressed in the white coat and impersonated a nurse and wore a nurse's outfit. The Israeli military alleged the three Palestinians were Hamas militants, saying they were using the hospital as a hideout and were preparing an attack. United States Department spokesman Matthew Miller says the U.S. can't offer a specific assessment of the raid. Israel has said that these were Hamas operatives. Uh, They have said that one of them was carrying a gun at the time of the operation. So I'm not able to speak to the facts of the operation. You'd have to, to, to pass some kind of legal judgment, know all of the facts of the operation. But as a general matter, they do have the right to carry out operations to bring terrorists to justice. We want them to conduct their operations in compliance with their national humanitarian law. We would generally say that we don't want them to carry out operations in hospitals. But under international humanitarian law, hospitals do lose some of their protections if they are being used to uh, for the planning of terrorist operations. Meanwhile, the Associated Press is reporting there are signs of progress in ceasefire efforts between Israel and Hamas. Representatives from the US, Israel, Qatar and Egypt have held talks in recent days aimed at producing a ceasefire agreement which would include the release of the remaining hostages who were captured during the October 7 Hamas raid which triggered the war. AP News Director for Israel and the Palestinian Territories, Yosef Federman, says international mediators have presented a framework agreement to the Israelis. This is a proposal that calls for an extended pause in fighting, 30 days up to 60 days. During that time, Hamas would release many of the hostages that it's holding in Gaza, while Israel would free thousands of Palestinian prisoners that it's holding. Now, both sides are expressing reservations. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced not too long ago that he refuses to release thousands of what he calls terrorists as part of this deal. Hamas Supreme Political Leader Ismail Haniyeh says the group is studying the latest terms for a deal. But Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he won't accept any ceasefire which requires the release of thousands of Palestinian prisoners or the departure of Israeli troops from Gaza. The United States has also revealed it needs to see fundamental changes before its funding to the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees can resume. Linda Thomas-Greenfield is a U.S. envoy to the U.N. We need to see fundamental uh, changes before we can resume providing uh, funding directly to UNRWA. And as you know, um, we shouldn't let that cloud the great work that UNRWA does. UNRWA has provided essential humanitarian assistance to the Palestinian people, and UNRWA is the only organization on the ground that has the capacity to continue to provide that assistance. It comes after Israeli allegations some agency staff were involved in the October 7 attack by Hamas militants. The agency says it has fired some employees and is investigating the allegations.
Australia is among nine nations that have suspended funding temporarily, with Foreign Minister Penny Wong expressing deep concern about the allegations. Kira Hain, SBS News.